0: fabulous WSUM Madison Studios, it's Do It Live, hosted by the Do It Geeks. Today's topic is the Bait Laptop Program, a new way to keep everybody else's sticky fingers off of your technology. Joining us from the University of Wisconsin Police Department, Detective Shane Driscoll, along with our regular geeks, Teresa Saldana, Adam Wiesenfarth, and Jessica LeGroux. And now, broadcasting live and local on 91.7 FM and streaming worldwide on WSUM.org, please help me welcome my co-host, Ty Christian. Hey, it's Do Live, the most connected radio show on the planet. And it's Thursday, and it's time to talk some tech here. On the most connected radio show on the planet. Do it live. And as always, we are joined uh, by our wonderful, beautiful, amazing, talented, super awesome, great, um, and punctual, punctual, (laughs) um co-host Teresa Saldana
1: you could yeah you could probably stop right there <laughs> but, you know lots
0: of lots of there's a lot of uh, compliments to go around everybody deserves it and of well, course thank you and 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 also in the studio we have a special treat with us today it's it's our wonderful uh producer Sandy Cyberlich
2: oh go on <laughs>
0: wonderful and uh talented and amazing and um the strength of 10 men
1: Oh boy! Thank Maybe you. she keeps. She can lift show a
0: car running. She does. She is amazing. She is absolutely incredible. And uh, of course, uh, as you know, if you tu- if this is your first time tuning in, we well, welcome. This is Do It Live. We are the most connected radio show on the planet. For those of you who is this is your fifth or sixth or seventieth time listening in. If it's your seventieth time, that's uh, interesting because this is our twenty ninth show. <laughs> uh, and there are so many different ways out there to contact us. Check us out online. Do forward slash radio. Uh, of course, we've got our podcasts up on iTunes. All you got to do is go to iTunes and search for Do It or you know Do It Live or something like that. Anything with Do It in the title should bring it up. Uh, if you want to contact us today, right now, because we are live, give us a call. Our number is 608-265-9786. That's 608-A-O-K-W-S-U-M. You can email us, as always, radio at doit.wis.edu. And there's a plethora of other ways to get in contact with us. Like we said, we are the most connected radio show on the planet. So check them out online. Doit.wisc.edu forward slash radio. And hey, today we are talking about the Bait Laptop Program. We actually have a real detective from the UW Police Department. I I just think it's cool. I think it's really cool. There's a detective here. I know. He's got to solve crimes and bus guys. It's going to be cool. his, His name is Shane Driscoll. Shane, you want to say hi?
3: Yeah, good afternoon, everybody. Thank (laughs) you for inviting me to the show.
0: Yeah. So we're going to start out the show like we do uh, every time uh, with Teresa Saldana with the news. It's Teresa Saldana with the news.
1: Ooh, I even got a new intro.
0: Yeah, it's brand new.
1: Ooh, that's very nice.
4: So, Teresa, tell us about the news.
1: Okay. The first thing we're going to start out talking about is of course always with Apple. Apple, um, but this is uh, news that came out yesterday, uh, well, at least as far as I know, uh, about um, app, uh, about power adapters that mm-hmm. Apple manufactured um, between 2006 and 2010 for their MacBooks, MacBooks, and MacBook Pros. Okay, and they're what Apple calls the T shape adapters. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, you have one if you have a, a, a white power adapter. And it's one of the MagSafe ones, so it's magnetic. So you know when you go to plug it in, it just sort of snaps into place. Pops right in. And that connector is a white square, as opposed to the new ones, the, or the newer model, I should mm-hmm. say, which are the called the L shape adapters. Mm-hmm. That are it's sort of a long metallic. It looks like tube an L and then it has the connector coming out the side. Yes, it does. Sandy's holding up an L shape. Sandy is holding up an L shape. I know that doesn't help. So everyone out there, try to
0: imagine what an L looks like, and then think about it in a power adapter (laughs) form. Mm -hmm. So 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 what's what's the deal with these old...
1: So the deal with the old ones, which we've seen um, in my department, repair and desktop support, we've seen many of these come in, where there's fraying around that connector so where the cord comes into the connector um the the coating the like the rubberized coating that goes around the internal wires it start it it disconnects from the from the little square and the wires start coming out so yeah i know so what what winds up happening is well obviously your power adapter will fall apart or before then become inoperable
0: or possibly have risk of electrical shock. Oh or, yeah, oh or they
1: start smoking. Yeah, we've seen ones that, oh. that are that are
3: black.
0: Detective, do you have a, a MacBook, or, or do you have any of those uh, anything with a power adapter that or that power plug that looks like that?
3: Uh, not that I'm aware of.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. Actually, related to that, back in the day, I didn't have a MacBook, but I had mm-hmm. a, a, a laptop that I kind of put together myself, um, pieced it together from a bunch of parts. Had a, uh, a power adapter with it that mm-hmm. actually, um, this is back when I was a student and working to do it, uh, actually caught on fire Wow! Uh, at the help desk, uh, and I was in the middle of a call. So I was, I was helping some guy really? troubleshoot his email,
4: mm-hmm.
5: and
0: then all of a sudden, pop, this huge pop, and then uh, I looked over, and the half of the desk was on fire. <gasps> I and I said to the man... That. I, well, you, yeah, you weren't there at the time. I said to the man, I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to call you back. My laptop's on fire. <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever called the help desk ever again. I mean, wow. like, can you think, that's, that must be terrible. It's like, yeah, I'm helping you with your email. Oh, my laptop just caught fire. on fire. Started
1: on fire. He probably thought we burned down.
0: He probably thought, yeah. Yeah, but luckily, you know, it was so, easy to, to, to put out. But, right. Yeah.
1: But we, obviously, we don't want this to happen to you folks at home. If you have one of these MacBooks, where one of these MacBook adapters, MacBook Pro adapters, and you have any fraying going on with your power adapter, um, there's there's basic, or the other option is too, is if you bought a new adapter, let's mm-hmm. say yours was fraying and your computer was out of warranty or you didn't know it was covered and you went out and bought a new adapter to use, um, Apple is offering compensation for the new power adapter that you bought or mm-hmm. for your old adapter that is now Frank.
0: But you have to go talk to them. You have to say, so,
1: I wish
4: to register a
1: complaint! <laughs> yes. So if your computer is under warranty, um, feel free to, you know, and your your university-affiliated, please stop by the help desk, um, bring it in, and mm-hmm. we can get your computer, well, the adapter, checked in for warranty service and get you a new one. If it is outside of warranty or you did not purchase it with a computer, let's say you 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 bought you did buy another uh, the, of the adapters that had a, the square connector, yeah. and that one started Frank, mm-hmm. then you will um, need to go to, I think it's adaptersettlement.com, Ooh. actually, and you can you can go on there and get more information. Sandy, um, can you
0: confirm that it's adaptersettlement.com? I
1: can confirm that. I, okay. Give me one yeah. second. All right. I'm, I'm just... Off the top of your head, the, yeah, right? yeah, from the article that I read. Yeah. Um, but basically, you'll be contacting Apple directly. So whether that's going to an Apple store or calling Apple, which is one eight hundred My Apple, um, to get a replacement, uh, we highly recommend doing that. Do not, and just in general, do not use power adapters that have frayed wires yeah. coming out of them. Apple it is or not, a risk.
0: Apple or not, it's a exactly. bad idea. It is a very bad idea. Yeah, because um, you could start on fire.
1: <laughs> like Ty did. <laughs>
0: like like I did. Yes. Yeah. Don't he, kids. Don't be like me. Don't start on fire. Get you, get those adapters replaced. Right. And electrical tape, you know, eh, not, nah, no. Not if you're help. on a
1: if you're on a trip or something and it starts fraying, yeah, electrical tape just to get you by, but
0: but in, but not but a, a not a long term solution. No,
1: not a long term solution. Not. Okay. So do we have do, do we, we have, have confirmation, confirmation? <laughs> from Sandy about the? We don't. We're pretty sure the website. It's coming. Yes. Yes. We do have confirmation. Yes. Con- Settlement.com. So
2: yes, adapter settlement. <laughs>
0: All right, so and go I'll there.
2: Be, I'll be the first one going there because I Uh-oh. have one of those. That, Is it fraying? Uh, yes, it has <gasps> electrical tape on it. Oh, oh no. no! See, well, Sandy,
1: you could be on fire. We don't want you not, on fire, no, it's Sandy. It's not plugged in.
0: You know the entire the entire radio show would just go down if you were on fire. That would be terrible. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. That would be. Absolutely we would have horrible. to stop the show and say Sandy's on fire. Yeah, and sorry, folks, and the show,
0: Sandy's on fire. Here's some jazz fusion. You know, it'd be technical difficulties kind of time. Yes. Alright, so what else you got for for news there, Teresa?
1: So... Another thing that I saw is... And I was kind of surprised by this. I didn't realize how fast um, the mobile gaming market was changing. I guess because I don't do any real mobile gaming. I mean, I play Angry Birds. Yeah, No, no, I no, no.
0: You, we, did, we found this out on the show last time. You play Angry Birds Lite. You did yeah. not even pay 99 cents for the full Angry I, Birds.
1: I, or maybe I did. No, no. What we determined <laughs> was that I couldn't remember if I bought the full version. That's right. And I... I don't know. But anyway, um, so mobile gaming is a trend. Yes. That apparently within the last two years, um, Android and iOS have basically turned the tables for mm-hmm. market domination with gaming devices. Yeah. So whereas uh, Nintendo and Sony had about, I think, 57% of the market. Sure. Now it's the... It's the opposite. Yeah,
0: it's the opposite, this yeah, it's this the has opposite 50, 57? now. 57? Yeah. Oh, so, wow.
1: Um, so basically... Um you know well actually it looks like because Nintendo has Nintendo the- no okay no I think I had that mixed up. Um yeah they're let's see. Yeah in in for this year for 2011 yeah. um iOS and Android are going to account for about 58%. Wow. Oh, so then they, that flip flop from last year in 2009 Nintendo had 70% of the market. Holy cow. And now Nintendo's... So, Nintendo's had the greatest loss because Sony only had 11% at that time yeah. in 2011 or 2009. That's so, in 2009, it was Nintendo at 70, Sony had 11%, and iOS and Android had 19. The following year, Nintendo only had 57. So, you know, the 13% drop there. And then Sony went down to 9%, and iOS and Android went up to 34. Now, in this year iOS and Android are going up to fifty eight percent, and oh you snap!
0: Know, oh snap!
1: Yes, and Nintendo is about half of where they were, and I guess Sony is too, even though they didn't really have a big share to
0: begin well, with. Well, you know, back in the day, you had when you know when I was a kid, you you brought around your Game Boy. You you didn't have a. Oh you didn't, yeah. There was no mobile phones. Then when mobile phones came out, they just had what uh, the, the the Snake game. That was about the best you could do on the uh, on mobile phones. to play Snake. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, up yeah. until the up until the See, latest version of the iPhone and and iPods and yeah. iPod touches, that wasn't even something you could think about. You had to have like a Nintendo uh, DS or or, mm-hmm. or S. It was a, a whole screen, Nintendo screen, yeah, or a PSP. Yeah. Do you
1: remember the the old Game Boys? They oh. were the size of the, oh yeah of a, of a like a box of tissues. They were huge. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you don't have to tell me. I, I still have my old old Game oh, Boy. Oh, really? Oh, heck, yeah! And I got Game Boy Color, and yeah, it's pretty awesome, Detective. Are you, you a big Game Boy fan? Uh,
3: not at all. My my son was, and he's graduated to the uh, next level of gaming. Oh yeah? yeah
0: does he Does he use the uh, the games on his on his phone? Does he have a uh, phone that I'm lets sure him do that? He
3: does, and he's got you know the the the, uh, the ones on his television uh, that he plays all the time. So okay, okay, you know my uh, last. Um, a game that I played is probably Pong or Pac-Man. Oh
1: wow, <laughs> that's
0: that's very old school. is. Yes, I'm Dating it is. myself a little bit. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: But yeah, I mean, the, I I just can't believe how the markets turned around. They mm-hmm. they've just mm-hmm. they've indicated that basically you know the the trend for you know buying these these big consoles you know that are you know well I guess while well, I'm thinking more about ones that you keep at home, but sure. Even for uh, mobile, de- uh, the mobile gaming devices that the games are so expensive. So you make this investment mm-hmm. in this console. I don't even know what a DS runs for these series uh, like they're a couple one. Of hundred dollars? They're like
0: a, they're they're around one hundred and seventy nine dollars, and then or probably up that.
1: depending on if you get models that are.
0: I think I think I think there's only one model. Oh,
1: so that's well, there's the, a three DS too. R- is, is a newer one. So that one's probably more expensive. But yeah. that you're making this investment, which costs about as much as an iPod Touch anyway. That's true. And that's then true. the game. Aren't they 20 30 bucks a pop or something to that effect?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. but if you get an iPod Touch, then you're only paying what 99 cents 99 a game. A $1.99 a game, and then it's this device that does so many other things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they are I mean, it's s- a phone. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're smaller than a 3DS or even that's, a DS.
0: That's true. That's true.
1: So, I mean, it I think it makes a lot mm-hmm, of sense. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we're we're seeing the end of Mobile gaming, as at least as we knew it when we were kids, yeah, it, that it was this dedicated it's, device. It's
0: definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna turn into an all-in-one thing. I mean, I know when I got my my, my uh, iPhone mm-hmm. and, and even my iPod, my iPod Touch, mm-hmm. I was downloading games that I, you know, already had for Game Boy or stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I downloaded a Mega Man game, um, mm-hmm. so I could play it on my iPhone, so I didn't have to bring my Game Boy around with me. It's like I already right. own Mega Man, but why did I download it again? Because it's ninety-nine cents and whatever it's that you know it's there right and and also if you jailbreak your phone which we do not recommend doing just no, putting don't that do out that. right away I
1: know people who do that and that shame on
0: them if you jailbreak your phone then uh, uh, then you can actually download emulators to play Nintendo games Super Nintendo games that kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah uh, we should say real quick the opinions expressed in the show do not reflect the views of WSUM University of Wisconsin Madison or its Board of Regents we've just disclaimed everything we Yeah, got, that's probably you know, a good idea. Probably a good idea. <laughs> All right, so what else we got here?
1: So Let's news. talk
2: about the Kindle.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, Sandy wants
1: because to talk about Sandy the Kindle. Because Sandy is excited about
2: the Kindle. Sa- somebody bought a Kindle. Well, yeah, as a gift for, actually for my mother, who hopefully mm-hmm. isn't listening. And, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that would be Ooh, bad. Ooh, st- Christmas spoilers. Chris- <laughs> yeah, spoiler so, alert. Spoiler alert. Th- the interesting thing is they've come out with a new set of Kindles with multi-touch screens. And yeah, that's the Kindle Fire, right? Correct. Yes. And (laughs) the Fire is actually the color version, the bigger color version. Mm -hmm. Um, But they've also got a Kindle Touch that comes in two flavors a Wi Fi and a 3G, much like the iPad did. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing about the 3G version of the Touch is for somebody that doesn't have access to the internet or email. They suddenly have access to the web.
0: Yeah, because they're running on 3G, which the is the cell phone network.
2: Cool. It is very cool
0: instead of Wi-Fi,
2: and it's very reasonably priced.
0: Yeah, uh, about how much is it?
2: Uh, about a hundred and a half.
0: That's for pretty, the 3G. That's pretty and good for all the beeps and boops that you got going the other, on there. Yeah. Beeps and boops. <laughs> we are now asking the computer to download the latest games and things to read. So,
1: so what made you decide on a Kindle Fire for your mom instead of an iPad? Yeah.
0: Um,
2: actually, part of it was price, part of it was ease of use, and the fact that um, I know that the Madison Public Library's loan books on every device but she's been talking to them about the kindle Mm -hmm. so she already had it in her mind Um, and i don't want to change the mind of someone that's already made up their mind Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) well you know and this this new one is going to be interesting because the old kindles use the e-ink technology that only only really use the battery or any power at all when you change the page Mm -hmm. so we were, you know i i have one of my one of my friends has a has an old school kindle And he was talking like uh, he gets 30 days of use out of it, like active reading. He's been using it for 30 days, and he's never plugged it in to charge it.
2: And the touch is still supposed to be that way yeah. unless you're doing something on the web like downloading books. It still has the e-ink. The Fire is the one that's got the nice, color, the nice
1: screen. color screen. Just yeah. the nice color screen. Because you couldn't use e-ink. I think e- it's
2: capacitive, yeah. I mean, it's like the iPad in that
1: regard.
0: Right. You couldn't use e-ink technology for searching the web because every time you move at all, it would just it would flash the screen yeah. and you go into epileptic shock or something. Let's you know? hope not. Probably not. Warning for those with epilepsy. So,
2: At any rate, they are taking orders. It comes out the twenty first of November.
0: So, what's the big oh, news with it though that we we're going to talk about?
2: That it's the that um,
1: consumers who might have been thinking about buying an iPad are changing their minds and getting Kindles instead. Mm. I think it's got a lot to do with price.
0: I think it is oh, too. Yeah. Oh
1: and yeah, and the e-ink. Yeah. yeah. Even though iPads do a lot, I mean, yeah, there is still that price point. And some people want something just even simpler than an iPad. Yes. Mean, it, it's, yes. It is hard to believe, but, you know, with all that flexibility, not everybody wants that. Maybe mm-hmm. like Sandy's mom just wants to read things and just, you know, magazines, books, things like that, but not, isn't concerned about, you know some of the functionality that
2: maybe you or I use. Right, right, right. My mother-in-law expressed it very well. I I don't want to have to learn anything that I might not need. <laughs> I'm at an age now where I don't want to learn too many new things. Right, so. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Detective, are you a big uh, reader of books? Do you think you'd use something like this, like an e-book reader, at all, or have you?
3: Uh, I have not. I have actually thought about buying one for my wife, who is a prolific reader. Oh, uh, but she told me that she still prefers to go to the library and check out a book.
0: There you go. Some people still do.
3: I still prefer books.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I, just, I just like, you know, flipping pages and, you know, carrying, you know, actually having the weight of it carrying around and then actually seeing how far I get through the book. Like, I just got, <laughs> yesterday in the mail, it was set on pre-order, but I went to my grandparents' house, was my pre-order copy from my father of... Steve Jobs' biography. See, and I'm oh. done with it
2: because I got it on yeah, the iPad. I,
1: yeah. See?
0: You could have gotten it early. I
2: could, but I, didn't ha- I don't have an iPad.
0: Oh. Well, so you've got an why. iPhone. You could read it on the phone. It's nice
2: for travel, though, because you can put so many books mm-hmm. on that. And here, I know. Here's
0: what I did. I had the iPod Touch last year when I was in Japan. Was it last year or the year? <laughs> anyway, when I was in Japan, mm-hmm. either last year or the year before, I um, uh, so I had a bunch of books on my iPod and I was saying to myself, okay, well I'll I'll read these books when I'm on the trains and train when I'm traveling mm-hmm. around when I got downtime.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But I also brought a book book with me cuz I said to myself, well, what if I run out of battery? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a good
2: point. That's- or if you're in the bright sun at a pool or Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly.
0: So so a book is always a great backup to these sort of things, but mm-hmm. like Sandy said, there's there's nothing like being able to have 70 80, you know, Two hundred classic books, sure. On one little tiny thing you can slip in your pocket.
2: I used to pack like twelve guidebooks, mm-hmm. and it was just such a pain. Oh well, yeah, for guidebooks.
1: And
0: now, especially with uh, checking on luggage and that kind of stuff, you're not going to. That's that's weight. I mean, right. that's a yeah, lot of weight is. that you have to pay for. It's a lot of weight. Yeah, so. and, and
2: for a while, I'd tear out the pages and tear the <laughs> books apart, you know. Really? Uh, yeah, I, just to make it lighter. Oh, my what? gosh. Where you buy a guidebook, a paperback guidebook, and yeah. you just tear out the section that you need. Oh, I thought she was talking about, like, paperback books and stuff. Oh, what <laughs> do you <laughs> mean? I don't like this chapter.
0: No more. No. <laughs>
2: no. But the nice thing also about this is if the library is out of a book, you have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. And this way, they're not going to be out of the book. Well, that's true. I just... With this book, since I, I've been waiting for it to come out for a
1: while, and I've really been eager to read it, I like owning a copy of it. Yeah, 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 you know, I think there is still that appeal. I don't think books are quite like movies and CDs, sure, especially
2: know. textbooks. I like to write in textbooks.
1: <laughs> yeah, textbooks are great.
0: I never got that. I never got the appeal of that. I never wrote in any of my textbooks ever. I could just wow. couldn't do it. I never highlighted anything. I never Amazing. did. Amazing. I never did anything with them. I just read them, and I sold them back. And people are like, "This is in really good condition." I am like, "I know." So I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't just don't see the thing. I've got a little bit of a, a, a news story. Sure. This is this is kind of interesting. Okay, so there's a lot of talk about uh, obviously about torrenting, about illegal downloading, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and and um, both sides are you know firing with their arguments and that and that sort of thing. This is this just came out today. Um, in a uh, in it, Warner Brothers is in this uh, court. Uh, Proceedings with a a a hosting site called Hotfile, and basically what it is is it's a site where people can upload files and share them with people all over the web. Okay, Uh, and they don't check what kind of files you're uploading. You can upload anything. It's just like upload a picture, upload a movie. Upload they don't they don't check. They they obviously have a terms of service like please don't upload anything illegal. This is against the law. Yeah, but like most websites, so. uh, normally, and I guess you know, a detective could probably jump in here. Normally, you'd have to get something like a search warrant in order to get into somebody's um, server and delete or change or grab a file. Is that you think that's just kind of like if you're to go into somebody's house, you know, to right, take right. some evidence?
3: Something that would require some sort of a legal justification.
0: Right. Right. <clears throat> well, apparently, uh, in court, Warner Brothers admitted. To um, not only sending false takedown requests for files that they knew were not uh, their illegal, you know, their their property, but apparently they also got into one of these servers illegally and and deleted um, a bunch of files that were not even related to them at all. Like so some, they
1: they hacked in. They hacked
0: in and they so deleted. So that's already
1: illegal to begin with.
0: Open source software that was just sitting out there, so <sighs> to try to kind of mess with Hotfile, I guess is is. Obviously, I didn't admit it, but I think that's probably what it was, you know? Mm. So, that's So, that's they deleted big. other
1: people's stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think, as far as I know, that's the first time that I've heard of that happening, where the person who's suing the person for this sort of torrent downloading mm-hmm. goes in and hacks into their servers and deletes things. So, that's that's a pretty big deal. So, I don't-
1: yeah, we're suing you for allowing people to download stuff off your site, but, oh, by the way, we went in and just deleted a right. bunch of your stuff without... right, right. Getting your permission,
0: right? So that's kind of hmm. not the coolest thing in the world. Definitely. Now, do
1: you know if they just sort of went on a deleting rampage? No, they, they
0: just. Uh, I don't think they just. I don't think they deleted a whole chunk of things. It's. It seems like from the from the news story that I read, it seems like they thought what they were deleting was their property, but it wasn't. Oh. But the thing, the the, the issue still remains that they went in there and deleted something without the consent. Oh, of Oh right. Of no Hot no file. I'm I. You know so apparently yeah. yeah. So they're in kind of hot water over that one.
1: That's the first time I've heard of something mm-hmm. like that.
0: You know who else is in hot water?
1: Who else is in hot water? Um,
0: a bunch of um, manufacturing jobs at Foxconn.
1: Oh, Do you Foxconn. know what Foxconn yeah, is? Yeah, that's that uh, manufacturing company in China, the electronics manufacturer right. that makes a lot of stuff for Apple.
0: That's right. It's it's one of Apple's... It it. I think it is Apple's biggest supplier of motherboards, of computer parts, mm. parts for... Oh, you name it. I mean, iPads, iPods, everything Mm -hmm. like that. Well, apparently, um, over the next couple years, they are planning to replace 500,000 of their employees with machines. The machines will be taking over. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand will well, okay. be replaced by well, here's machines. The thing.
1: So robots obviously don't need vacations or sleep or sick time or anything. So they probably don't need nearly as many robots as they have humans. We workers. do not require
0: anything. We are robots.
1: Yes, Ty. <laughs> what an excuse to use your robot voice. I
0: know. I know. Yeah, but I mean that that's big. It's it's a. I wonder
1: how. I would be interested to know how many robots per or how many workers to a robot. Like, mm -hmm. what is what's it going to work out to be? How many do they really have to make?
0: Sure, sure. Well, Um, also, and
2: who's going to fix the robots?
0: Yeah, well, there's that. (laughs) It's good news for robot fixers. Terrible news for people who build motherboards.
2: The Economist has a really interesting headline to their article about this: Robots don't complain or demand higher wages or kill themselves.
0: Oh yes, mm, that's easier big, to manage. That's a big problem in Chinese factories as well.
2: Well, and I
1: think in, this is good too um, for working conditions because, mm-hmm. and so if you set you know some of that stuff aside, you, you just look at health that you know the health hazards of, yeah. of building such components mm-hmm. um, and the chemicals that you're exposed to. A lot
0: of it is toxic. Yes, and poisonous.
1: Yes. Yeah. So kids don't. Don't open your computers and lick the motherboards. <laughs> it's not good for especially you, especially
0: while they're running. That might not be. Uh, yeah, that's also not a electrical good Electrical shock hazard. So that's
1: so. that's a good idea. Um, that we're switching to robots. There's a lot of
0: good good and bad on this. Um, another thing I was thinking of is is the obvious uh, question of Skynet. Well, this no, not <laughs> not Skynet, not yet, but. You know, humans can make mistakes. Humans get tired. Humans maybe didn't get enough sleep last, last night. Mm-hmm. Humans make your motherboard, and then your motherboard fries, and you're angry because you're also a human, and humans have emotions, right? Right. So, so now that you've got robots, maybe you won't be seeing as many failed motherboards, as many failed hard drives, as many failed... Perhaps.
1: But the robots, too, can also make mistakes. Very true, very true. Um, but They can but have a not- wrong instruction set and from a human.
0: From a human, right?
1: From a human, or they may malfunction, and you may not notice until hundreds of motherboards later because the robot, you know, I don't know how complex they're going to be, but if it can't tell that what it's doing is wrong, mm-hmm. whereas a human might be able to tell and say, "Hey, these don't look right," you know, they're still going to have to be humans involved in the process,
3: at least oh, de- for quality oh, yeah. control.
0: Detective so. robot good, robot bad. What do you think?
3: Uh, First thought that comes to my mind is what are half a billion people going to do when they lose their jobs? That's very true. What what effect is that going to have on the Chinese economy? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Especially since, uh, uh, you know, we've read a bunch of... I'm I'm sure everyone out there has read articles about the effect of Chinese labor uh, warehouses and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Oftentimes, yeah, yeah, they're terrible conditions. It's true. um, But oftentimes... It's it's better than 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 like the farming the, the kind of the kind of money they'd make uh, if they were out farming or doing mm-hmm. doing peasant work that kind of thing. Um, it, it's, it, it, just yeah. it just doesn't it just doesn't seem to be a good answer to this, you know, because if you're if you're out farming, you're starving. If mm-hmm. you're in a Chinese factory, you're being worked to death. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just a tough situation all the way around.
1: Well, I don't know that it's something we can solve in the brief time we the, have on the radio.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, I think uh, it's probably about time after we've gotten through this uh, you know, hefty topic, it's probably about time to take a quick break here. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to be talking to uh, the tech- the detective who's with us today about the Bait Laptop program. Uh, lots of exciting stuff. Check us out online, doit.wis.edu forward slash radio. Please subscribe to our podcast. They are awesome. They are amazing. All the stuff you're hearing right now, you could hear it all the time, except it's going to be on your iPhone, on your iPod, maybe just on your computer. Go to iTunes and search for Do It under podcasts, or search for do it live in the store and you will find us if you have a question for anybody here for the detective for sandy for teresa or myself give us a call at 26 265 uh, which is 608-a-o-k-w-s-u-m and we will be right back with more do it live cold night at the station the fog hung in the air and clung to your lungs it was the kind of fog that would make you feel like your soul had been replaced by some sort of pea soup a fog that would make a man question his sanity or at least the strength of his high beam lights I was about to call it an early night when he walked in about six feet four inches with a chin so chiseled it could break a brick just by thinking about it said his name was Shane Driscoll Detective Shane Driscoll from the UW police. Said he wanted to talk about some sol- stolen laptops. <laughs> sure kid, don't we all. If I had a nickel for every stolen laptop someone's asked me to track down, I'd be riding my yacht down to the Bahamas instead of sitting in this dump of an office. That's when he looked at me in the eye and said, well he told me that these laptops, they were different. These laptops wanted to be stolen. It was about that time that I got interested. But who would have enough gall to go after laptops that's hot? Little Tony? Fat Tony? Tony the Lip? And why were all the criminals always named Tony? My mind started to spin with all these questions without answers. Questions begging to be asked. They hung in the air like pumpkin pie after Thanksgiving, a day late and a dollar short. The detective lit a cigarette and stepped forward. And that's when he spoke.
3: Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great intro, Ty. There sounds like something better suited for Sam Spade than me, but uh, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll go with that.
0: Well, I want to do something, you know, first detective on the show, so I want to do something special. Now everybody
3: knows what I look like.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, to, Detective Driscoll, to the show. Thank you very much for coming on with us today. Uh, and just, uh, just to start off, uh, I just wanted to say you are with the canine unit. Is that that's correct? true.
3: That is another uh, part of my job.
0: That's really awesome. So we were talking during the break that uh, that your your dog, whose name whose name is uh, Rex, correct? that's correct, Rex. Uh, he you, he basically hangs out with you twenty four seven. That's correct. Yep. That's really cool. That is a really best job. Cool. And could you tell tell the listeners out there like a little bit about Rex and when you got him and kind of what 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 that entails with being a canine handler?
3: Uh, I got Rex about eight years ago. Um, he actually came from the Czech Republic. Wow. And uh, he came partially trained as an explosive detection dog, and uh, I got to finish him and uh, train with him for uh, for uh, the last eight years and get certified. And uh, we're we're a pretty good uh, canine handling team right now.
0: So, as an des- explosive d- detecting dog, what kind of what kind of events and things are you detecting explosives
3: at? I guess. Well we work all of the, the the home football games here oh okay um, sure, sure. so we we do a, a pretty good canine search of the stadium here uh when dignitaries or uh high level people come to visit the university here usually the the, the bomb dogs are involved hmm. um, we also have a another uh dog on the canine unit it's a narcotics detection dog uh, mm-hmm. which is used for obviously for for looking for uh, illegal drugs. <coughs>
0: Well, that's really cool. That's really cool. So,
3: um, and how old is Rex right now? Rex is nine and a half. Nine and a half. Hmm. Oh. And, and
1: how many dogs do you have total in the, the canine? The UW
3: Canine unit has three dogs.
1: Okay.
0: That's awesome. So we brought you in today to talk about uh, one of the new programs that the oh. UW police are uh, are starting. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the Bait Laptop program?
3: The Bait Laptop program, uh, it's probably been in development for about a year now. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's kind of based on the Bait Bike program that was started a few years ago. One of our officers uh, actually did a really nice job of uh, uh, working uh, on tracking down stolen bicycles. Mm -hmm. And he uh, uh, found a way to use GPS technology um, to put on bikes that Mm -hmm. would be deployed somewhere on campus. And we were able to track them um, using a, a geofence. Mm-hmm. um and it, you can check it on a on a on a desktop computer or on a cell phone
0: Mm-hmm. What exactly is it? Is a geofence? I mean, how does it? How does that work?
3: Um, I'm not uh, the technical expert here, but I know <laughs> that you, um, when when uh, something's deployed with a GPS unit on it, uh, you can put uh, a boundary around it and sort of a digital boundary. Okay. And once that item is uh, goes beyond that boundary, it, it, it activates uh, may, maybe an alarm or a signal I that see. shows that it's been stolen or is on the move. You know, we
1: were talking about that on a previous show. <clears throat> Yeah. Actually the the, the um uh, it was like the little digital wallet we were talking about that was in yes. your that was in your phone. Yes. You could correct. walk into a store and the store would know you were there. So it's a similar concept. It probably
0: works like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. So they, they it's the same technology, the geofencing. Right.
0: I kinda wish I would have had one of those GPSs on my, my bike actually got stolen uh, what was it, two weeks ago.
1: For a day, that was so weird. It was
0: so weird. I, I in I, I, maybe you can say how. <laughs> I don't think this is very common, but my bike got stolen uh, during the night. Walked around the neighborhood looking for it, couldn't find it. Woke up the next morning, it was right back where it was.
3: Oh. Was it a red was bike It was stolen? It was borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> so I bet. I bet that's not very common, though. I bet most of the stolen bikes stay most stolen
3: don't mm-hmm. show up. Right. The, the technology for the Bait Bike Program was actually borrowed from the trucking industry okay. uh, because they use the GPS units on, on freight when they ship it across country, and this is a way that they can track their shipments, so they can know exactly where they are, when oh, they're going to arrive, that okay. sort of thing. sure. So that's where that came from. And we had a lot of success with the Bait Bike Program. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually saw uh, the bait uh, bike thefts go down uh, by a pretty good percentage. Yeah, I remember reading that. And uh, so when, when I saw that, and, and now that everybody on campus has a laptop. You know, mm-hmm. at any given time, it's there's forty number. or fifty thousand laptops uh, in the campus community. Sure. And so, the and, and what, what does everybody have on their laptop? They've got their personal information. They've got their music. They've got uh, uh, their homework, research projects, that sort of thing it, mm-hmm. uh, on their laptops on their on their uh, um, smartphones.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so it's become such a regular part of everybody's daily life. They become a commodity mm-hmm. a- and one that is often stolen. And so when I saw laptop theft started to increase uh, a year or two ago, I thought maybe we could take this uh, the, the bait bike program and use some of that technology uh, mm-hmm. on the laptops. But I, d- sure. I didn't know how to do it because the difference between a bait bike and a bait laptop is the laptop is concealable. Mm-hmm. Um, the bait bike if it's stolen we can probably just drive around and, and we can see it it's right. pretty hard to hide the bike right away right
1: most people don't take them inside anyway they right. leave it
3: outside somewhere Right, they usually yeah. ride it around somewhere and we had a lot of success finding it and, and making some arrests uh so with the bait laptop i had to come up with some other uh, idea uh and then i read an article um, in the paper about uh uh some uh software that uh, one of our uh, engineering professors i'm sure a Computer science professors oh. developed um, last year, and uh, it was to, it was a tracking software that mm-hmm. he was working on. And I, so I contacted him. I thought, is there some way we could take that or something and put that onto a laptop mm-hmm. so that if somebody takes the laptop we can track it sure
0: so all this all this software was all developed kind of in-house here at UW-Madison
3: it was a great partnership between That's the cool. University Police Department and the Computer Science Department huh. uh, professor and he had one of his uh, excellent uh, students uh, um, wrote all the code and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of set everything up for us and explained to me how to use it then sure um, so uh, it take, like I said, it's taken almost a year now. So we, we've had some some success deploying it over the last few months. Um, okay. Uh, we've 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 got a um, in addition we, we got a, a federally funded state grant. Oh neat. Nice. To buy the to buy the bait laptops and to pay for uh, whatever whatever we have to pay for to get the modifications made on the laptops and uh, and to d- deploy them. Mhm. So. Um,
0: so take us through, like, uh, and I know there's a lot of you know confidentiality with this, and you don't want to give away uh, exactly what kind of laptops they are, where they're going to be, that sort of thing, because ob- obviously we wouldn't want to tell that, because then the the crooks that that have the sticky fingers would, uh, would get get wise to it, as they say, in the in the biz. So, <laughs> but I've been wa- can you tell I've been watching a lot of detective things, getting ready for this. Um, so what can you take us through as best you can? What happens? Once these laptops get stolen, like what, what's the, what, what, what happens next? So somebody, you have a bait laptop out there, it gets taken. What's the next step?
3: Well, what, what, what it does is as soon as something's uh, stolen, it, it lets us know right away that, that we, uh, on the, uh, the the control page that was developed uh, tells us the laptop was stolen. Okay. Okay. And uh, on that page there, there's a map that tells us where the laptop is Mm -hmm. and it shows its movements. So we're able to track its movements, and sometimes we can get it within a few feet of where it's at. Wow, that's really cool. In addition to that, the uh, there's the uh, most laptops have cameras on, them, and and all of our bait laptops are outfitted with 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 a camera. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are also able to modify it so that we get a picture of the suspect. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's 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 kind of the 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 best part about this is maybe we can track the laptop, but we. But if we didn't have that picture, we wouldn't know who would have it. So that kind of got rid of the uh, "where's my laptop" uh, problem. That you know, the, mm-hmm. it's concealed. Mm-hmm. So we we get we, you know, we get a photo of the suspect, um, and we're able to track their movements.
0: Do you think this is something that maybe has applications for um, for personal use in the future? Like for instance, someone could install a piece of software on their machine and. Should the machine get stolen, they can take a picture of the person that's using it or bring it to the police or, you know, let the police know. Do do you think it's something that could have, you know, personal use?
3: I could see people wanting to use it for for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would advise them not to take action on it if something's stolen because they Mm -hmm. don't know who they're getting involved with. I mean, if their item's stolen and they get – they see who took it and they can – watch where it's going um, this is mm-hmm. something that you want the police involved with you don't people oh, take, sure. a, take an action on their own yeah sure. you never
0: if somebody's willing to steal something from you then they're probably willing to do other things so best not to get involved yourself oh, you know, no. leave it to the professionals definitely definitely yeah that's really cool uh, you know we were talking before the show about iCloud and about a an app called uh, Find My Phone and it, yeah there's it,
1: Find My yeah, iPhone yeah. and Find My Mac
0: Find My Mac yeah Mm-hmm and and it's, it's something sort of close to this and i don't I, I just got my iphone so i'm not 100% super duper familiar with it yet mm-hmm. but um, teresa have you used it or do you know kind of more about it cuz i know you're a big sure apple so this existed
1: person. also before apple went to icloud as part of their uh, mobile their services through mobile me and what you can do is on your device so on your mac or on your iphone you can go into your settings, and it'll say, would you like to enable, find my iPhone, you you know, switch it to yes, so then if ever you misplace your phone, uh, let's say you were, you were out and about running some errands, and then you get home, and you realize, oh, I must have left it, so I must have left it on the counter at the store, but I, I went to three different stores, I don't know where it is, or, um, you know, even if your phone falls behind your couch and you're running all over the place, ripping everything apart, trying to find it. Or maybe you were just walking down the street and all of a sudden you realize, you know, you don't have it anymore and you don't know where it went. You can go to the nearest Mac. You don't even need to go to yours. You just, or you can go actually to any computer. You just log on to iCloud and you click the button that says find my iPhone and then the you know, iCloud will you know it'll go out and it'll look for your device,
2: and it'll tell you where it is. And you can I'm, make it. You can have it make a noise, which yeah, is great because so, like if right, you lose lose so, it in your house,
0: lock right, it down, and right? Kind so of you thing. have
2: you have a number of options. I mean,
1: obviously, if you have another cell phone around, you could always try calling your phone <laughs> as long as you know your own phone number. But
0: right, right,
1: um, you can make the phone you can do it you, with the phones the max there there isn't this much functionality i think on them yet anyway but you can have your phone make a noise you can have it display a message say hey i'm lost or call I'm, this number yeah. mm-hmm. or or something reward or, or, or email this person <laughs> yeah reward or bring something. back my phone you can also lock your phone so if you don't normally have a passcode on it you can say lock it down right now or mm-hmm. if you think that maybe someone got into it before your phone timed out and locked up you can just tell it to lock and not unlock itself. Sure. And you can also remote wipe your phone, which is to say you think maybe there's a chance you won't get it back or there's sensitive data. You can just say erase it. it. And it'll send out a message and your phone will just, it'll self-destruct in 15 seconds. Nice. No. <laughs> well, that's, uh,
0: that's another thing. There's two things that, I, that I've heard of about this that, that are a little concerning. First off, apparently to use the app, you have to um, connect from like another Mac I don't know if you can connect from a PC. Maybe you've maybe no, no. It's
1: just on a website. You just it? go to is it? iCloud.com.
0: Be, okay, well, maybe that you was can do incorrect it from then. Y-
2: any computer.
0: Okay. Um, you just have
2: to have. Um, yeah. If you're looking for your Mac mm-hmm. itself, mm-hmm. you have to have Lion installed in order to s- install uh-huh. the software. Yeah. So I there's see. the catch for for Macs. Is okay. You have, you have to have Lion on your computer, but you don't obviously with
1: with losing your own computer, but sure. losing your iPhone, you can go to any computer. And log on mm-hmm. to the website mm-hmm. and find it.
0: Well, and here's here's another thing too. We were, um, I've I've seen lately in terms of like iPhone security, Siri apparently can bypass a lock screen. So for those of you who have the new iPhone 4S, you hold down the uh, the home button and Siri will talk to you. She'll say something like this. She'll say like, "Hello, Siri." So it'll do that. Hello. And she'll say hello, but if you say, you know, hey, I want uh, show me the contact info for Bob Smith, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if your phone is locked, it'll bring that up, or send an email to Bob Smith. Even if your phone is locked, it'll bring that up. That's
1: really and yeah. you can't turn that off. And you
0: can't turn that off. No. no. Wow. Um, so that's that's something. So if you you know if you already have a lock mm-hmm. on your machine or on your phone or on your machine or whatever, Siri uh, the the perpetrator could probably still bypass that by using Siri if they need to get to need to send out an email or get to some specific oh, information Oh, way to give them ideas Oh, well uh, <laughs> Well, I mean,
1: it's scary because you only you just simply need to know that Siri exists and yeah, how yeah. to use it That's not what I would call like a, like a complex fix sure, uh, sure, sure. or a complex um, like hack Problem or workaround or, or something or, yeah. yeah,
2: it's simple It's just the phone's doing what it's supposed to yeah. do But you do bring up a good point which is how do we how do people avoid having
3: things taken in the first place.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Detective, can you give us some tips on keeping our, our technology safe from sticky-fingered people?
3: Absolutely, and it's pretty low-tech, actually. Um, we uh, This is something that we preach year in and year out, especially for the freshmen when they come in and, and living in the residence halls, and the number one thing is don't leave your stuff unattended. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty simple. I know it's not always easy to do, and, and I think if you play the odds, people probably think that it'll never happen to me, mm-hmm. and probably ninety nine percent of the time it won't, but how do you know that you know when right. you' you're in the library and uh, you uh you have to use a restroom or go make a phone call you leave your laptop sitting out on in the in a, a uh-huh. carol somewhere you come back and it's gone and we know that there are thieves out there that are targeting student laptops because they know that that 's what student behavior is that mm-hmm. they I, you know i 've seen it on video because a lot of times a lot of our buildings have video, and mm-hmm. when we go on back and look at video, we actually see how the laptop is stolen um, oh, so yeah. it's it 's pretty simple and I know not everybody wants to take their their laptop to the bathroom with them. Um, but right. s- somehow secure it, um, mm-hmm. or have somebody watch it for you. And um, we do sell sell those locks in yep, the tech yep, store. Right, yep. There are there are the cable locks you can put on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that
0: doesn't really help things for when you're at the the library or not you know in in your dorm room but you could
3: lock it down the library you
1: take the cable with you You just wrap it around like a leg Mm -hmm. of the table
3: sure sure that's
1: absolutely a a good idea it's something you should take with you
3: and it's not just the laptop the laptops are are, are the big ticket item here and it's it's probably the one thing you really don't want taken from you just because of the stuff we talked about before that that's on that laptop you don't Mm -hmm. want to have to where how are you going to start over now when your your homework and all your personal stuff is gone yes
0: um, Not to mention identity theft, the propensity for identity theft.
3: Oh yeah. That's correct. They've got
0: all your stuff now. Mm-hmm. They can be you.
3: Exactly. So. And sometimes that leads to a secondary crime. They steal your laptop, now they've got maybe your your credit card information, mm. your social security number, and and now and that just leads to more crime. Yeah. Right.
0: So So uh, low-tech solutions for high-tech thievery. Definitely. Yeah I, yeah, I think
1: the tech store. Yeah, the the locks are pretty cheap. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not hundreds of dollars. They're no. they're, they're fairly inexpensive. So I d- definitely look into getting one, and you can you can lock your stuff
2: down. Um, And what about, like, do people still leave their dorm rooms open and their laptops out? Right.
3: And and this shouldn't just be directed at students because Mm -hmm, we have staff and and, uh, people in the labs that have their items stolen also. Um, It's amazing how you can walk uh, in any building on campus and you'll see somebody's office door open unattended and their purse or wallet will be sitting on their desk, their laptop will be sitting on their desk, and Mm -hmm. we do get those kinds of theft complaints also. Um, People think that their office is safe. Well, it is. If if your stuff is locked up and your door is locked um, but <laughs> right. uh, you know, it's, it's a pretty open environment that we live and work in here so um, you still have to be careful while
0: well, yeah. we were talking too I, I, uh, uh, we were talking about uh, using this sort of a technology on a personal level um, there is a app out there that I've actually been following for a while uh, called Prey, P-R-E-Y and the, the website if you want to check this out is prayproject.com. P-R-E-Y P-R-O-J-E-C-T Dot com pray project um, it is an app that uh, that runs in just about everything Windows Mac um, uh, Android so Ooh, for okay so for you people out there who are, who are rocking the androids and not rocking the iPhones you can grab this prey app and it pre- pretty much does the same thing as find my iPhone but it has a whole host of other features of course you can you know take pictures of the person uh, like mm-hmm. like uh, like the software that uh, we developed here at the uh, at UW Madison, you mm-hmm. can lock it down. You can remote wipe it. You can send alerts, and it will also um, do the location thing, mm-hmm. like uh, like the software that we developed um, does as well, mm-hmm. which is something you can bring the, to the police and say, "Hey, it's right here, right now." Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the, here, the when we we're talking about this, the big downfall that I see uh, for a lot of these programs, and it's it's great, to, it, you know. People should probably have this rather than not having it, but the one thing that is the downfall is, Detective, the, the, the machine has to be on, doesn't it, in order for the software to work, or is it something that can be...
3: What, what we like about the, the program that we developed is that um, the, the uh, software is, is always running in the background. Okay. So even if, you, if, if it's turned off, um, it's still trackable. Really? Oh, right. really? Mm-hmm. So they have been modified? It, the, the computers have been modified so okay. that, so that uh, they can't be turned off. Oh.
2: Oh,
1: wow. I
3: mean, they may think they're turned off.
0: But they're, oh, not. Okay. But they're not. Oh, okay. Oh,
3: sure. So we're tracking them. Oh, and wow. Still, and we're still getting images.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so um, so that's obviously something that prey does not do. <laughs> it doesn't keep your computer all right. the time. But this sort of thing does. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. I guess they've thought of everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, uh Let's see. We're. I mean, we're pretty close to the end of the show here. Um, There are are
3: things too that students. You know, when you you do buy your your new computer too, there's there's the low jack programs you can buy. Yes, you know that goes to a third party, Mm -hmm. um, but they work well with law enforcement uh, by tracking your your stolen laptop and giving us the IP Mm -hmm. address, telling us where you know how how to find it, and Mm -hmm. we can. uh, We we worked with them a few times and and have had some success. Sure, I
1: think that's readily offered. I know with the tech store they readily offer that with their Dell computers. Sure.
0: Well, Detective, I want to thank you very much for coming in and talking with us today and talking about the, the new program. It sounds very exciting.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, my pleasure. Again, it's just another, uh, it's a good crime prevention tool, and uh, just we want everybody to be out there, be safe, and uh, take care of your, uh, your personal items. And it uh,
0: looks like our hour is just about up here, but before we go, we got a bunch of people to thank. Uh, special thanks go out to our management team at the Division of Information Technology, Perry Brunelli, Ryan Hansen, Edward Hoover, Brian Kishner, Ty Leto, Neil Mack, Mark Nessel, Brian Rust, and Bill Zimmerman. The Director of User Services is Kathy O'Brien. do Chief Operating Officer is John Krogman, and our CIO and Vice Provost for Information Technology is Bruce Moss. Today's broadcast was produced by Ty Christian, Sandy Cyberlick, and Adam Wiesenfarth. Our associate producers are Laura Grady, Teresa Saldana, and Nathan Cohen, with assistance from Dan Collins, Matthew Sirianni, and the Nates, Harrison Weber, and Zastro. Our on-air producer and director of e-communications is Matt Rockwell, and our theme music is from Conan. The executive producer of Do It Live is Jesse LeCrew. Join us next week where we will talk tech again for another hour, and we'll see you then.
4: Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. More than power, power, never. Ever after, work is over. over. Work it, make it, do it, makes us. Honor, better, faster, stronger.